0: But um, something, our, our pastors, I have to honor our pastors. We have the best pastors. I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for the time that they spent with me, if it wasn't for, for the leadership that I get to be under. We have the best pastors. And since day one, they've taken this, this time to set this time apart so we can just be intentional about leadership yeah. development yeah. and that's something that we get to do every single Wednesday and this is not just for the staff team this is for the entire team this is for all of us yeah. Yeah. these are things these are these are principles and and that you're gonna get that. Are gonna teach you how to be a better accountant if that's what you're going to, you do. It's gonna teach you how to be a better business owner. It's gonna teach you how to be a better cashier at the local grocery store. Whatever it is that you do, there's some principles, some leadership principles. There's some goal that you guys can take. So I want you guys to pull out your notebooks because this is gonna be good. Um, a couple of days ago, we had Pastor Charlotte Gamble with us. And if you've, if you've been in our church for a while, you're familiar with Pastor Charlotte. She is family. She is our auntie from, from across the pond. Her and her husband, Steve, lead an amazing church in the UK. And every time she comes... We are all better because of it. Yeah. Yeah. We are all better because, because of it. So I really want you guys to lean in. This is a portion of what she shared on Monday. And Pastor Earl said, hey, the entire church needs yeah. to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's really, really good. I want you to lean in for sure. And I want you to send this to your friends as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, it's, whether it's the audio podcast or whether it's your notes, send it to your friends, send it to your teams, because this is a game changer. Check it out.
1: Awesome. All right. So. I have another scripture to take you to just to bring this home in a whole nother level. So we're going to go to Mark and we're going to go to a story in Mark 8, which is a really random story. And almost if you read it, you're like, was, was Jesus just having a really bad day? Right? Because it's weird that this story is in here. Okay. So, so it's about Jesus healing someone and he's going to heal somebody's blindness. Right. And so, And so we know that Jesus could heal someone's blindness with a word. He could say, blind eye be open and walk off. And it was open, right? This was not a big deal for him. He did this all the time. And so it wasn't like, ooh, I've never seen one of these before. He'd seen them many times over. But on this particular day, you could think maybe he didn't get his Starbucks. Maybe he didn't get, you know, his workout in. Because he doesn't pray once. He has to pray twice for the same miracle to happen, right? So the first time that he prays for this person... The miracle doesn't seemingly happen, and so he goes again, and then finally the sight is restored, but there's so much more in this story that I'm going to, by the grace of God, unpack for you in the next few moments, okay? And so take notes, because when I say that you need to watch for blind spots, these are some of the steps that you need to take to get your vision back, okay? So if something's blindsided you, or something is about to, and you're journeying something, these are some of the steps that you're going to have to take, because... Because it's not always fixed with a word. It's not always fixed with just the first prayer. Because some of you have been seen wrong for a long time. So it's going to take a little while to get it to see right, right? Like I think you were talking to your church about fear on Sunday and and I think you went again, right? Two weeks in a row because one time is probably not enough. Sometimes you just got to stay there until you feel I've said what it is I feel I'm supposed to stay because you don't get it once. When you've lived in fear for 10 years of your life or when you're scared about your health or you've had a cancer report over your life, you don't get it once. You have to be helped to have your vision corrected and sometimes you have to come back at it different ways and different times. So here's, here's what happens. I want to break it down for you, the steps of this miracle for these eyes to be opened. And so we're going to go to Mark 8, and it's in verse 22. It says, They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. First step, he took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. You want to get your eyesight back? There are times in your journey as a leader where you're going to have to leave the village. Wow. No. Like, think about it. Like, like this was Jesus committing to a much longer involvement with this healing than he needed to. Yeah. Like, he could have just said something and moved on, but he didn't. Instead, he, the blind guy who, who doesn't know him, who's been led all his life by the people in his yes. town, who they have become his eyes, right? Because he can't see. And so the people in his town have shaped how he sees his world. And so Jesus says, I'm going to take your hand and you're going to come with me. Which means, first of all, he has to trust to take a hand that he's not ever taken before when he can't even see for himself. And second of all, we're not just going to go around the corner. We're going to leave the village. Now, the reason why he had to take him outside the village, I believe, is because that place where he resided was called Bethsaida. And in Matthew 11, verse 21, we hear these words in scripture that says, woe to you, Bethsaida, because if the miracles that were done in your place had been done in another, there would not be the level of unbelief and rebellion. So we know place that he's living in yeah. right yeah. that these people are not people that really believe they're quite rebellious they don't oh, follow through so and so so their noise their words have been how he sees that's for not- all his life yeah. Yeah. so their deafening sound has yeah. become his divine de- defining sight yeah. Yeah. And there are times when you as a leader need to get your sight back and and you're going to sense that God is saying you have to leave your village. Like I'm saying, I don't know who it is in here today, but I'm saying to somebody in here, you're in a company of people outside of this room and when you're with them, the conversation is not edifying to this room. Like you're hanging with a group that is not healthy when it comes to this group. And... And maybe I'm just here for you today. And I'm not looking at anybody right now because I don't know who it is. But I'm just saying, like, like, like you just need to like, like, and listen, we've all we've all been there. We've all been there. Like, there are our friends, there are our mates, but they're like, man, you know, do you really, like, like, it's a bit extra, and yeah, it's a bit too much, and like, you know, if I were you, I would buy into it all the way, and you know, nothing. you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 it becomes a conversation that's beginning to deteriorate your side, so when you show up in the huddle, you're a little bit more at the back than you used to be. You're a little bit, like, chilled about it, like, you know, and, and, and it's beginning to affect your behavior. So you're asking God to, oh, Open your eyes but God's like no I need you to leave the village wow. like if, if you're gonna have your eyes open it's not gonna be around these people yeah right. so because so, he doesn't want to heal you in one second and then you go get sick again in the next oh, right wow. so so this guy is having to follow Jesus outside of the voices that he's followed for so long. And, you know, we went through a season in ministry, Steve and I, and have been in a season recently, and there's just a lot of noise, just a lot of noise, and it's hard to see straight when there's a lot of noise in your life. And this was the verse that Steve got from God, and it's in Psalm 46, verse 8 to 10 in the message. It says this, Step out of the traffic and take a long, loving look at me, your high God, above politics above everything else. And and it's like God saying, take my hand, step out of the village, step out of the traffic, and look at me. Not look at them or what they say that you shouldn't. See, the thing is, when your sight in the natural is impaired, your other senses are heightened. So he wasn't just hearing, he was hearing hearing, right? So so the negativity was not just like compensated by other things he could see for himself. All he heard was all that was defined about the world around him, right? Like, some of you know this with your family. Like, when you're here, it's like, great. When you're with your family, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you think the world has ended and we're all going to hell tomorrow, you know? Like, because their negative world perspective compared to this. And that's why when you're with them, you're, like, a little bit like, Whoa. Your vision's affected because you're like, man, we, and you realize, man, I see something you just do not see. And that's why some of you left the village and moved to this place because living in the village was not helping you get forward in your future, right? So there are times when if we need our eyes open, we have to leave the village. Leave the village.